graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. to wear a mask and you're not social distancing, so great job. It's very free of you. I have a special announcement to make. Congratulations! I've tested positive for coronavirus. Yes, that's it. You did it. Despite all of my precautions and attempts to mitigate and to distance myself, you still somehow managed to get me sick. I may be a super villain, but you guys are next level! You are true masters of villainy! that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit TwoStrangersOnePodcast.net now, here's Chris Glow and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, the the PUA has ended. That doesn't sound right, PUA. The PUA the has Pua? ended. P-U-A. Uh, basically, that $600 uh, check that people were getting with their unemployment. Because oh. technically, I'm unemployed. And uh, it has ended. Um you know, I and and uh, you know, I was I was getting warnings about it, and I'm hoping. I know they were negotiating this past weekend, but I think I, is it 100% settled? Do you know if it's 100% settled that they're not going to extend it? So it's not that they're not going to extend it. It's they're just they're all fighting back and forth. And it, dude, I mean, let's just face it. I like free money. You like free money. <laughs> like I'm sitting here going. Stimulus money, like you, you all agree on the fucking twelve, twelve hundred dollar check. Like you agree on that, just get that shit done, send it out. Yeah, like I, I would, like I'm pretty sure, like if they do approve it, it'll probably be like retroactive. Yeah, it like, would. Yeah, it like, would I'm, be. I'm, like right now, I'm able to live. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not exactly, uh, you know, my my landlord well, isn't kicking me out yet, <laughs> just yet. I mean, I mean, if. If you were doing this right, you should have been saving some of that six hundred dollars that you were getting extra a month. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Was and it I, a week or a month? I don't it was, remember. It was a week, six hundred dollars a week. Yeah, so everybody should be like saving that shit and putting it aside. Yeah, I mean, so. you know, and it's, I don't live a fucking extravagant lifestyle. My, you know, my car is sixteen years old or some shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, my my car is like my car is like sixteen years old. Oh, uh, God, uh, I, I live in a shitty uh, apartment. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, I like groceries, but it's not like I'm going crazy with the groceries. Uh, yeah, I don't Chris's have an extravagant lifestyle. Chris's apartment is so shitty. I'm like, hey, there's some really cheap ones in Hamlin. <laughs> what is that? Like, like, you're, like you're mentioning places like, hey, you want to go live somewhere cheap? And it's like. It's not like in the middle of nowhere, but I mean, like, if I'm going to live in the middle of nowhere, that's the only reason to live in the middle of nowhere is, like, to live cheap. But, like, I also don't want my daughter to be – I want my daughter to be raised around, like, people in the city because people raised people raise in the suburbs and outside the cities don't have a real fucking grasp on reality. So I want my daughter to know about, like – Well, know, I mean, let's be fair. Some of those people are fucking, like, in the middle of – the middle of the country nowhere where you need a fucking banjo because you got nothing else to do like that's what you're talking about i'm not talking about that i'm talking about living you know what i mean like yeah, yeah like, maybe <laughs> in the country but not like in the country so. i just i just don't like i want my kids to be raised in a, like you know rochester's a city enough where you know i want her to be around people you know that's the it's like the real world like you know, if 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 I had rich family and we all lived in the fucking suburbs and stuff like that, and that's all she was ever around, and she didn't know any different, that's one thing. But like, you know, her whole family, and especially like, not that my daughter looks ethnic, but I mean, you know, her mom being Native American, me being Puerto Rican, my daughter wouldn't is, is isn't exactly gonna fit in with all the fucking little Beckys and little Karens. Like, she's if if I was to stick my daughter in a suburban school, she would stick out, and she would, you know. For them, I would be worried that she might even be like, 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 uh, isolated and picked on and stuff like that. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, nobody's really <laughs> going to school now, so well, I really that, wouldn't well, fucking that's, Okay. Oh, that, and it's so, I'm so, and it's, I, I did not mean to make that transition, but yes, I do have that in my notes. Um, they released a picture today on TMZ. You, you, you posted the picture. I saw the picture first on TMZ about these kids in, Georgia, yeah, and and yeah, and oh shit, give me two seconds. I had it in my, I I I didn't have the exact state. I want to, I'm pretty sure it was Georgia, but yeah, it was Georgia. It was Georgia. Um, Yeah, yeah, Georgia students. The the headline on TMZ is Georgia students pack hallway without masks. Superintendent downplays. Now this picture, clear as fucking day, has kids in the hallway, uh, fifty, sixty kids, easy easy in this hallway maybe even more than and most 16. of them aren't even wearing masks yeah, either. And, of the, and of all the pictures of all now in all fairness yes a lot of kids are looking away from the camera but of, of like half the pictures half the kids when you think about it the right side of the hallway is walking away towards walking away from the camera the left side of the, the picture almost like you know like in traffic you know the left side is coming towards the camera i see two people with masks on a whole bunch of other people no masks on in Georgia. Now, uh, I had made a post about this a while back, but you know, uh, up here, up north, uh, you know, we're, we're, I've, growing up, I never understood, like, I've always, school had always started after Labor Day. And when I found out, like, kids in the South were, like, starting school, like, in August, that blew my mind. But their, their mentality is, well, you start early, you also end early. You know, you, these are kids, yeah. you know, these are kids that end the school year in fucking, like, early May and shit. So, um, you know, growing up, you know, uh, you know, being a northerner, being a Yankee, uh, you know, it always blew my mind that kids started early. And I'm surprised it's this early. I mean, we're literally like, you know, a couple days into fucking into August and these kids are back in school. And, you know, it life. If we've learned anything from uh, social media and the news and stuff like that, 
adults don't even fucking play by the rule. You know, we got we got full grown adults walking into stores that have like clearly marked mask policies. Uh, people who that even even after you know a manager or an employee, a representative of the store approaches them and says, "Please, you must wear a mask." We have full grown legal adults, people who are allowed to vote, people who have to fucking pay taxes. You know, grown mm-hmm. fucking people. Who should be making better decisions don't follow the rules when it comes to masks. Oh, now no. you get now you got kids who do not have a grasp on fucking the consequences of their action. Kids are stupid. Kids like to get high. Kids like to get drunk. Kids get fucking pregnant. You know, kids aren't exactly uh you know the the best judges of of how to conduct themselves. They're kids. Their brains this is just like their like, brains aren't developed kids are yet. Shit. Kids are shit. I don't want them around <laughs> my kid. Fuck them. You know that. That's where you're going with it, basically. And and what I mean, and what I'm looking at, like if you look at this picture, like you know, okay, I see maybe three people with masks, and okay, now, uh, you know, as of the city, like my daughter goes to the city schools, and the city schools have not yet uh, reached a a 100% uh, plan. The projected is that they're going to have half the kids stay home. There's like a group A and a group B. I'm, I'm just using this as, as, as an example. Group A will go to school Monday. Group B will go to school Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I think <sighs> my son's school is trying to do that shit too. Oh my God. And, like, and then like the kids that stay uh, home, the kids that stay home, home, you know, uh, um, you know, a video conference, uh, classes. Now, in all fairness, they gave, they gave my daughter, a uh, it's a cheapy Chromebook, but a fucking Chromebook. It's like I said, it's a cheap Chromebook. I mean, it's 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 a glorified it's a glorified Android phone with the keyboard. <laughs> and they even gave her. I mean, luckily right now, you know, things aren't that bad where I still have internet in my house. But they even gave my daughter like a mini hotspot. Yeah. So like, if need be, like, let's just say I, you know, things got that rough and I and I didn't have internet anymore. Um, we can use the hotspot. I mean, and I'm pretty sure it's super limited. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, <laughs> you know, you hit your limit in two days or something like that. Um, so that's what she has right now. That's the projected, um, story. They, uh, that's the projected plan. They haven't, uh, solidified it yet because I still get like, I get robocalls from the Rochester City, uh, school, like, you know, the, and it's like, you know, we're, we're projecting these plans and, you know, so as for Rochester itself, no, nothing has been set in stone. But let me tell you, I'm at the point where I don't, I don't, you know, it's not like shit's magically going to change in a month. And I'm not exactly, uh, I'm not exactly, uh, and seeing pictures like this, like, now, here's the other thing, is that with people living in the South, like up North, we, we, we are at an advantage because these kids are going to be, and I hate to put it this way, these kids are going to be the fucking, you know, like when the coal miners... <laughs> go and they bring the they bring the parakeet in the cage. You know they bring the bird in the cage and they look and if the, if the bird is dead, that means there's a gas leak and they better get the fuck out of there. Like these kids are gonna be our bird in the cage. And I hate to put it that bold and that nasty about it because I don't want kids to get hurt. But we're gonna learn in a month uh, the numbers of I, you the know spread of COVID. Like I you know I wouldn't be surprised like within a week all the all of these schools are gonna be shut back down again. I, I'll be honest with you, dude. Like I don't even. I think these colleges are going to be the reason why these these schools don't even get up and running because like all these colleges are already going back and it's like, you know, how are you supposed to do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's like um everything's going to be everything's going to be teleconferencing, you know, tele tele Yeah, and know. and here's the thing like my son being a special ed student. Mm-hmm. 
um, he can't learn the way that they want to do it because they're, they're thinking about doing the same thing at his school district. I'm not going to say, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, but I really don't want to say where he goes, but, um, the shitty school district's like, so, you know, these kids are going on, on Monday and Wednesday. These kids are going on Tuesday and Thursday. And then there's nothing on Friday. And I'm like, and then the days that they're not there, they're doing the, it's the same thing. They're doing the, um, online courses. And I'm like, first of all, my kid doesn't have any, wi-fi at his mom's house so i'm going to be emailing the 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 counselor and being like is there any way to get my kid wi-fi because like there's no way he can do it at his mom's house that's why he you know he's going to have to do it with me and then number two like is there going to be leeway for my kid because he's a special needs student and when he's out here on the weekend or whenever like he's going to be with me so like are, are you going to give these kids leeway so that way they can get this work or are you going to be um are you just going to be stupid about it and, you know, not do anything? Yeah. Because that's that's the thing. Like these, the one thing I've been saying all along is the the special needs students should be the ones going five days a week. Mm. Fuck, excuse my language, but fuck the fuck the the elementary kids, <laughs> fuck the <laughs> fuck the high school kids. If I mean, okay, fine, maybe the elementary kids should be going because they're still learning and they should they should you know nothing should really change. But there again. They might be the highest spreaders of them all, but I digress. So, but all the special needs students should be the top priority of these districts, and they're not getting that. And it, and it kind of pisses me off that they're putting everybody at the same level when not everybody learns at the same level. You know what I mean? Like my my son at the end of this at the end of this last school year, mm-hmm. which was obviously a couple months ago, like he put in a lot of work and he didn't even get a grade for any of that shit. Like, do you, you don't even get it. Like, you didn't even get a grade. And then, like, for example, like in Spanish, like he had he did bad on a quiz and he did a shit ton of work in that third quarter. But they're like, oh, well, that quiz weighs more on his grade than all that work that he just did. I'm like that. How does that even make sense? Like, that makes no fucking sense. Like, you people don't know what the fuck you're doing. And they just pass my kid along like it's it's nothing. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know. He shouldn't get credit for what he's doing and he shouldn't be moving along because he did work his ass off. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you, 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 you guys should be pretty, you know, what's the, what am I looking for? Like you should be, you, you should have had something like this a in the back pockets. Plan, yeah. yeah. Contingency plan. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but it, it, man, like if I see that, if I see that kind of thing going on in his school, I don't give a fuck about his, his, his mom. I will pull him out of that school. I will do online learning and I'll keep him here and do it. Mm-hmm. She can get, she can get as pissed as she wants. She can yell it and scream at me. And I'm going to just be like, listen, you want your kid to pass or you want your kid to fail? Yeah. Which one do you want? Because I'm not going to sit here and deal with this. You and know what I mean? And like, if they don't, like, if they don't pull this poor thing out, the, the, as it sounds, it sounds funny, but you know, if, yeah, if, if they don't reconcile this, this, uh, the, the, the $600, I'm going to have to go back to work. And, and I, and like, I'm, I recognize, I recognize how, like, like my boss basically said, you know, things are slow going unemployment. 
uh, you know, I'm a, I'm in a, I'm lucky to be in a situation where, you know, if I call him up and say, look, I need work, he can probably get me work, you know, or, you know, even mm-hmm. though things are slowed down, you know, I, I can help out other people, you know, when before I was in charge of my own team, if, if there's nothing there, he can't, you know, he can't ma- magically make shit work, you know, and I understand, you know, I'm, I'm an ex- extremely advantageous situation, but also when the time comes, you know, come beginning of September, I'm going to have to work and Make sure my daughter's going to class. You know what I'm saying? Like, you well, know, I gotta yeah, make sure she's, to work she's, overseas, she's yeah. doing what she's got to be doing. Meanwhile, I'm fucking taking care of clients and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, it's gonna be. I mean, I'm lucky enough where I can work from home. Some people don't have that advantage, but you know, it, it's gonna be a real juggle and struggle to make sure that you know kids are you know the kids are doing what they have to do. And and how much can the teacher enforce when there's a camera in the room, you know what I'm saying? When, you know, like, you know, if I, what's to keep a kid from walking away from the fucking computer, you know, other than, you know, the, the teacher, the teacher calls the parents, well, that's, like, you know, the, the kid walk away. That's from the- why, <laughs> that's why I'm like, this is kind of like a bad system because these kids, especially mine, I mean, mine's going to be 15 in December. Like, you know, uh, they're not used to doing stuff online. So you got to give these kids a lot of leeway. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to count like some quiz or something that you do, um, you need to kind of like give these kids a lot of leeway on this stuff because I mean, dude, let's face it. These kids are not going to be going into school very long because you know that there's going to be an outbreak, especially in the city. No offense to you, dude, but a lot of the COVID cases that are here in Rochester are happening in the city. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, uh, the minute that that breaks out in the city school district, pff, everything will get shut down again. All the fucking schools will get shut down again. Because, I mean, it's just going to spread like wildfire, man. And, you know, let's face it. Parents don't do, and I'm not just saying in the city. I'm saying in general. doesn't matter if you're white, black, Asian, Latino, green fucking monster. Like, parents don't fucking take care of their kids properly. I'm not saying all of them don't, all of them do that. But there's a large majority that just don't give a fuck. And they won't go and take their kid to the doctor. Or take themselves to the doctor because clearly something's wrong. So... You know, it's, it's a giant clusterfuck. <laughs> it's a giant clusterfuck. Yeah. I mean, it's like these colleges, like the, these colleges are bringing these kids back to live on campus and do the work there. I get it. You want your money. But here's the thing. There's going to be an uh, and, and here. here no, wait, let, let me backtrack a little bit. Here, here's the here's the first thing. Most of the classes are online. So, number one, why are you forcing these kids to come back on campus? That's number one. Number two, now that we're having that conversation, What's going to happen when there's an outbreak? Are you going to keep these kids on campus? Or are you going to be like, go the fuck back to where you are and you're doing all online classes? I would say number two. But, you know, they want their money. They want fucking money so that way they can – they don't fucking have to shut down. And I and listen, I completely get the colleges. I get it. You need that money to survive to keep the college going. But, dude, like – yeah, I mean, look at like for example Oswego, which is up in, um, up there in kind of central New York. It's just above for the, for anybody that's listening to this and doesn't know where Oswego, New York is. It's uh, kind of the center of New York State, like right in the middle of Lake Ontario, kind of. Um, it's kind of weird to explain it, but if you saw it on a map, you would understand what I'm talking about. But anyways, so. A lot of kids are coming from all over the state to go to Oswego, and some of those kids are probably going to have COVID without knowing it, and then they're going to spread it, and then that whole fucking college is going to have an outbreak, and guess what? They're all going to be back fucking back here. So it's it, it just makes me sit there and go, 
why are you even attempting that? Like, you know, we've done so well in New York State. Why don't we just keep the spread down? Because, you know, we sit here and we're like, well, we're going to keep gyms and movie theaters. And we'll get into this a little bit later. But we're going to keep gyms and movie theaters and these other um, fun places, like I like to call them, closed. But then you're going to allow colleges and schools to open. Oh, and churches, too. Like, those are more of a spreader than a movie theater will be, especially right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why why are we having this conversation? Yeah. You know, like I I just I, this is going to turn into a clusterfuck, and I feel like New York is going to just explode all over the state because we're doing this stupid shit. You know, within and and the the good thing about Rochester though is like we're so spread out that it's harder for people to get the virus out here. And in the wintertime, you know how the wintertime is, Chris. Nobody fucking comes out. They come out, they get their food, and they go back inside because mm-hmm. they don't want to deal with the fucking cold weather. That's how it works. Well, I mean, I remember it was still cold when, when all this shit started. It was still cold. You know what I'm saying? It was the end of March. You know, that's when things just yeah, but started. We never, we never really had, like, shitloads of cases here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think – I mean, yeah, we had a lot of people in, in the hospital, but we didn't even max out our hospitals, really. So, I mean, we never really hit a peak. I mean, the good part is, too, though, Chris, is if people are staying inside, the flu cases are going to be down. You know, um, anything else that usually comes up in the winter is going to be down. So, I mean, it's it, there might be a lot of pluses to this. But, you know, I feel like during the wintertime, it's going to be a lot lower just because people aren't going to be out and about as much. Well, hopefully. I mean, uh, yeah. see, but that also makes me a little worried because like, if people aren't – if you aren't getting your immunity – you know, every year there's a new virus. You know, there's a new there's a new flu. Excuse me, there's a new flu every year. Right. And if people aren't getting the smaller flus, like or the or the less severe flus to kind of build up your immunity, you know, we're gonna if we all stay indoors, <laughs> there's gonna be a super flu that's gonna really kick. You know, it's gonna make COVID nineteen look like a maybe. <laughs> look but like you know what I'm goal. saying? Like it's it's gonna be a good thing. But yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just, it, I, you know, I don't know, it's it's just, everything's so up in the air, and I don't know what the fuck I was, I don't know speaking, what the fuck's going on. Speaking of up in the air, like, when the fuck am I going to be able to open my goddamn movie theater? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah. Cause you know, right like, now, it, so, so it's been, it like, this Friday coming up, we're recording this on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. this Friday coming up, is going to be four weeks since they opened the last business up, which was the malls. So there hasn't been an announcement about movie theaters. There hasn't been an announcement about gyms. There hasn't been an announcement about bowling alleys or any, or casinos. Um, and we'll get into casinos in a minute because you'll laugh about that. Um, but like, you know, even like they were talking to Bob Duffy, who used to be the mayor of the city of Rochester, used to be the lieutenant governor, um, is now in charge of the Rochester business, um, administration or something something like that here in rochester and he uh he's been he was part of he was the person here in the area to kind of you know the point person to kind of be like this is what we're doing this is the things that we have to make sure we're tracing and everything and he's been asking like listen if you're not going to open up if you're not going to open these places up for a long time you need to tell us that like you need to tell us that if if you're going to be opening something up you need to communicate. And don't get me wrong, dude. Like, our governor has done a really good job, but his communication is terrible. His fucking communication, man, is terrible. Like, listen, like, tell these businesses what you need them to do, 
let them make let them do what they need to do and open them up. You don't have to open them up like all at the same time. Open them up gradually, which you should have been doing like when it hit two weeks in, you know, when it hit two weeks, you should have opened another one up like you've been doing. Um, you know, let them let them open up and make the mistakes. OK, and if they make a mistake and there's a small outbreak, you shut that theater down mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like this isn't rocket science here. You know, people aren't going to flood movie theaters. I'm sorry, but it's not going to happen. You know, so it just makes sense to me that Cuomo just goes ahead and opens it up. The, the NATO, which is North American um, theater organization um, or uh, organization, theater, theater owner, opera, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, they were suing in New Jersey. And, you know, the judge, the judge said, um, well, I'm not going to let I'm, I'm going to let I'm going to keep this in place for now. But I want to hear more arguments about this. And the other day they, they did arguments on Friday last week. They did arguments and the movie theaters are like, listen, you can't, you can't make an exception for churches, which are pretty much close, are pretty much the same as movie theaters in a sense when you're not giving, you're not giving us the same treatment. And here's the thing. You're, you're hanging around with people after church. You know what I mean? So you're, you're there just as long as if you were watching a movie and you're, you know, you're yelling because you're like, Hey, how are you doing, John or whatever? And, you know, kids are running around and everything in a movie theater. You're going to the, you're, you're probably leaving or going to the bathroom and leaving. Mm-hmm. So like, and you're not screaming in the middle of a movie theater. You're not singing in the middle of a movie theater unless that specific movie is for that. And trust me, they're not going to do that during this time. Mm-hmm. So. Which is, and then, the, and it's a brilliant argument. Like, so which is more dangerous? The fact the church or the movie theater? And it's like, oh, sorry, New Jersey. They got you on that one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to see if the judge kind of changes his mind in New Jersey because that'll open everything up. I think that'll open movie theaters up because they can get that exception. But, you know, I mean, not having, not having, my movie theater open is kind of starting to get to me not having the gym open because the gym has been like one of my main sources to kind of you get my energy, get my blood pumping. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lost 60 pounds dude. I probably gained almost 30 of that back. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and you know, I just, I, I just, I want some things back open and I just, I, I just need communication. That's all I need. I just tell me, what do we need to do? And then my company can do it. We can open up the theater and everything will be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, th- I guess they, I think they're worried. They don't want to speak too soon. You know, they don't want, you know, California had that thing where they opened up early and then, <laughs> then quickly shut things down. So yeah. I think we're learning from their mistakes. So as maybe it's not that they're not communicating is, you know, better to be, well, qu- better to be quiet and, and, and not, you know, take a risk than, to say something right. and then, you know. but but it's the same thing with like gyms. Gyms have filed a class action lawsuit against New York to to be like, listen, what are we doing here? When are we opening? Give us some kind of detail, you know. And uh, you know, I, I I it may get to that point where New York State is going to do that. I mean, I know for a fact that the bigger companies are opening up on certain dates, and where they can open up their theaters, they're going to open them up. Because like you saw today, fucking Mulan went to Disney Plus, even though you have to rent it. Um, 
which I'm just sitting there going, what's the point of Disney Plus if I have to rent a movie? By the way, if if I have to rent Mulan for 30 bucks, why didn't you do that with Hamilton when it was brand new and you put it on Disney Plus? Same thing with um, uh, Artemis Fowl. Like, I'm just sitting here going... Well, uh, does not make any sense? Ar- like, look, Artemis Fowl wasn't gonna fucking make any money. Yes, Artemis Fowl. You know, uh, no. but you get what I'm saying, though, dude. Like, you're putting these on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but then you're not charging a rent a price for renting it, and now you're gonna charge a price for Mulan. You see what I'm saying? Like, what? Once again, I think that's just sort of them playing, like them. They're playing it by ear. You know, and and you know they probably lost not lost money, but I mean Hamilton could have probably made them a lot of fucking you know if had they put it in theaters. Um, well maybe maybe Hamilton evened out uh Artemis Fowl. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing: I didn't know that it was it was actually it's three hours, and I'm like, oh yeah, and, like, it's, and it's good. I fucking I loved it. <laughs> not for enough, does it? <laughs> oh, you were watching it with your daughter, weren't you? Oh, oh yeah, no, Hamilton was, oh, it was fucking good. It's entertaining. I, well, but, I, remember, you know, I mentioned it a couple episodes back. Like, you know, it's like it's black people playing. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but I'm saying is like they're playing early. Uh, you know, our, our, our founding fathers. There, but I'm just saying is is it's black people portraying our founding fathers who at that time during their lives that that those people are portraying were slave owners. But that's right. just uh, you know. But I, I'm I'm not gonna get into that. I'm just saying is that there's no, no, sort don't of a... don't get into that. We'll be here forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just it's really frustrating, Chris. Like. You know, like, I'm just, I'm ready for this place to open, and I'm just, I'm I'm getting a little annoyed, yeah. and I'm just hoping for, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe tomorrow or sometime this later this week, he goes, movie theaters can open, just make sure you put this, this, and this in place. Yeah. And that'll be wonderful. But, you know, I, dude, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be more towards the end of August, early September, but we'll see. I mean, the way that he keeps talking about casinos, which is what I'm going to get into right now, like, it just makes me sit there and think, like, because they're, they're saying, like, well, casinos are going to, you know, people don't, they're saying, what, what did he say? He said, like, they're not, like, um, what did he say? They're not, like, doing all the right things to keep it clean in there, and they're also not, um, it's a high um, risk environment. And I'm like, so are you saying that's the same thing as movie theaters too? Because like, it, you know, a casino right now is going to be a lot more busier than a fucking <laughs> movie theater. Well, because so, the casinos, everybody's touching everything. You know, the, yeah. whole, the whole point of casinos is people to be going and, back and, and forth and, and touching and, machines. And here's, here's what kills me is there are three casinos right now that are Indian owned here in New York state that are open right now. Because obviously sovereignty, Indian, whatever. Here's the problem, dude. Or here, here's the problem with, with, with the argument that Cuomo's trying to make. Those three casinos have not caused any outbreaks whatsoever. So what's the, what's the problem in opening the other, I think, what is it, four that the state owns? Four or five? Like, open them. Fucking open them. Like, Sorry. hey, hey, don't be taking calls in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't, it, it just doesn't, like, the communication needs to be better. Like, he just needs to define, okay, this is what you need to do. This is how you can open your place. We'll come and inspect it if you want. And then boom, we're all set to go. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, like, I, like I was looking, I was looking, like I just well, you mentioned it because I, I, I maybe because I haven't been paying attention or whatever. Like I, I didn't realize about the casinos, but like right now, like by Rochester, there's Finger Lakes. And once again, I'm just going by what 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 uh, Google is saying. Google saying the Finger Lakes gaming is closed. Yep. There's Batavia Downs, which is open according to, or at least it's not saying closed. Uh, it's probably closed, but yeah. there's Del Lago, which according to this is closed. Yes, that one is closed. And then there's another one that says uh, Lakeside. I'm not familiar with Lakeside. The, the first no, three, I'm the, the others I'm familiar with. But, you know, I mean, you know, and then, you know, casinos also, you know, their clientele tend to be <laughs> older people, you know. That's the, true. The highest of risks of um, of people. Right. Know, and, I, and I'm saying, like, that's why I'm saying, like, casinos are more of a high risk than movie theaters because, you know, you're going to get a shitload more people there right now than you're going to get at a movie theater. So. For me, it just doesn't make any sense. I, I can understand if maybe casinos are closed for a reason, mm-hmm. but don't lob, don't don't put these two in together because that's just not fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just it's just very frustrating, man. You know? Yeah. So at least I'm still getting paid. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, you know. Uh, you know. I for think, now, I think if you open a casinos, that's like that's gonna be, you're gonna see a lot of stuff. <laughs> people start because there's people who can't you know uh casinos are you know they're the gambling is an addiction you mm-hmm. know and, and it's the same yep. thing like the bars and stuff like that where um you know if 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 people come out if you open up the casinos tomorrow boy you know <laughs> oh there would be a shitload of people there dude i'm not there would be a shitload uh, of people like like uh, i think the last episode we mentioned you know they had vegas and uh and not and look, I'm not fucking justifying anything. But like people who might have went to Vegas might have been people who already had plane tickets or, or had scheduled their vacations and stuff like that. And I, you know, there's some people who are just like, fuck it, I paid for this shit, I'm gonna fucking go anyway. But you know, nobody's flying to Finger Lakes Casino. <laughs> Finger Lakes Casino is basically it's a glorified, uh, you know, they say it's a racetrack and, and it has, uh, which I mean, there is a, it is, does have a racetrack, but I mean. You know, there's a racetrack and and it's all like video game slot machines and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and I, because at least like Del Lago, like they they have shows and concerts and stuff like that. Uh, my point being, but like no, nobody's flying here. Nobody's no one's flying to go to a New York City, a New York uh, State casino. So um, yeah. You know, but I mean, unfortunately, if you did open it, the the place would be. The places would be packed. Oh because, yeah, that place you know, would definitely I, be packed. Because I've, yeah. I've gone to the casinos. Like when my mom in the past, like when my mom has visited Rochester, you know, she's like, oh, you know, we're within driving distance to a casino. Let's go. Because you know, in New York City, you know, the there's these buses that leave the city. Uh, you know, there's buses that leave the city and go down to Atlantic City. And my mom loves that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I can only imagine. You know, now I mean, I don't know what's going on. And, you know, and then those buses are are in Chinatown. And a good chunk of the clientele are, are, are you know, people from, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, not to, you know, to cast uh, racial dispersions, but, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a mostly Chinese clientele who get on those buses and stuff like that. So it's, you know, I, like, I, I guarantee, like, you know, if my mom was to come up, you know, which, you know, we were planning for her to probably come to Rochester, she'd probably be asking me, let's go to the casino. And I got to be like, mom, <laughs> nope. You know, that's going to be, you know, casinos right now are not the, are not the, uh, the way to go. When it comes to, uh, you know, no, not at all. And, and you know, I, I completely understand that, but don't, don't lop my business into that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, 
So what else are we going to talk about here, Chris? Um, well, while while people are at home with nothing else to do, and you and you've lost your your six hundred dollars from unemployment. Oh, we're going to be uh, talking about this. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it's okay. So I'm okay. Look, I follow I follow a lot of Instagram models. I guess would be the best mm-hmm. way to put it. There are people who have made it. You know, who, who have made it. To, you know, usually. In the past, you know, people they get free stuff, or they get, you know, they they'll they'll they use it to promote other products and stuff like that. Uh, but the new wave of of shit that's going on 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 Instagram, and I swear, like two people that I followed well over a year for well, over a year who weren't like hawking stuff, uh, has have turned to this site called OnlyFans, and uh, you yep. know, for, for those who don't know, and I and I did a little research because I was I was curious, you know, it's a, it's a site where, um, okay, so it's like it's a subscription site, the same way like we have our podcast, and we don't like we don't charge like we don't charge for the podcast or whatever, but no. like you know if technically if we wanted to we could have say okay uh we could have an only fans podcast where it would be like a subscription where like we we maybe let's just say hypothetically we did one episode a month that was like a free podcast and then the other three weeks we did the only fans where people paid us to to listen to us talk and stuff like that right um you know and and that you know i mean you know i you could say what you will about if that's a sustainable model uh but a, so it's it's paid it's people paying for your content now a lot of these instagram so, models uh you know these girls and you know and, and the whole thing is the girls love taking pictures of themselves go on any fucking you know anybody's fucking facebook page or whatever and the girls you know there'll be nine thousand pictures of themselves you know at the same angle and the same fucking mirror uh the same oh, dumb geez, look on their face I hate that shit. yeah oh my god <laughs> and people who don't know how to use a fucking cell phone so they're staring at their camera as they're taking the picture so you know um but you know, there's there's people who take pictures of themselves, and now uh, with OnlyFans, it is now turning into a business where girls are starting OnlyFans accounts for pictures that I guess technically you wouldn't be able to put on Instagram. Now Instagram is a little like Instagram is kind of weird because like um you can, obviously you can't show nipples, you can't show vaginas um on what on Instagram. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, uh, 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 Twitter, Twitter. I don't. It's, it's so funny how like on Instagram it's one thing on Twitter something. Like, Twitter's turned into Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, because Twitter, I see like because yeah. and and don't get me wrong, and on t- on Twitter, you know, I know maybe I'm an old man, so I still have my Facebook. Like old, young people don't use Facebook anymore. So f- like for me, Facebook is my primary. Twitter's my secondary. I don't. Twitter for me is pure entertainment. I don't go to Twitter at all for any kind of information or anything like that. Um. And the you know the joke is is I follow like anime porn like <laughs> like like hentai and stuff like that like pictures of just girls with like gigantic you know triple H tits and stuff like that and and I'll follow porn stars and I guess like if you have a like an account where like I guess you prove that you're over eighteen or whatever like you know you know there's women who just there's women who just straight up upload porn to fucking uh uh twitter you know what i'm saying i mean it's like a little you know 30 second clips or you know two minute clips or whatever but you know i i i, I you i seen porn on twitter instagram it's, it's bad it's bad on twitter in some cases yeah instagram's a little different and that's the whole thing is like me i don't give a shit but sometimes i'll be on twitter and i'm scrolling through twitter and then like my daughter will walk by the computer and i'm like no no don't <laughs> don't look at this and it's my fault you know i it's, i i don't I don't. I shouldn't be following. Well, I mean, that's also like I said. If I want entertainment, 
you know, I don't mind looking at, you know, naked porn stars and stuff like that. Um, but on Instagram, you know, the, the, so, you know, it seems to be like this, the model right now, the, I don't know if it's a sustainable model, but you know, you'll go on Instagram and you'll put sexy pictures, you know, and there's girls and, you know, and, you know, or, you know, oh, they'll put like one picture of them, like technically in their underwear, because like you, you could take pictures in your underwear as long as, you know, like your fucking legs aren't spread or whatever, you know, you're popping a titty out or something like that. And then, you know, the, the gist is, you know, oh, if you want to see more, you go to my OnlyFans. But the one thing I've noticed, and I'm kind of curious because how that works is that, Okay, so girls will upload pictures and videos and all this other stuff, um, and go live on there too, apparently. And, and you and go live, and you know, and, and I guess if you subscribe, you can, you know, and then you pay like a monthly, you know, you pay ten dollars, whatever a month. Yep. Yep. And but the weird thing is that like it's funny because like you would think, okay, when a girl has an OnlyFans, let's just say it's a girl who's had OnlyFans for three years. If you subscribe for the month, you can go back and look at the past three years worth of stuff. Because it's it's stuff that's it's, it's for the subscribers. It's the same thing I think for Patreon too. So Patreon and uh, OnlyFans are kind of the same because I believe it, the last time I, technically they're ahead. the same, but yeah. Patreon has has like it's just the way things have evolved. Like OnlyFans has become like the porno version. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, OnlyFans yep. has become like like the naughty version of Patreon. When Patreon was, I mean, there are legit podcasts that do a Patreon. I, you know, for years I've been threatening to to start a Patreon for this podcast, which I keep fucking like forgetting or whatever. But you know, uh, you know, Patreon is supposed to be like the legit, like upstanding, like you know, we're we're artists and we're doing something important. Now, meanwhile. OnlyFans is doing the exact same thing, except the OnlyFans has started to like, you know, for some reason that has become the venue to go, you know. Now, also like, keep in mind that just because it's an OnlyFans doesn't necessarily mean people are getting naked, because you know, once again, I follow these girls, and I want to do, and I'll be honest, I haven't put a fucking dime to own OnlyFans. I've looked into it, I've gotten curious. Trust me, I've been there. Where I've looked at some pictures and like, you know, you look at some of these girls and like, man, I can't wait. I would love to fucking see this girl naked. But of course, there's a million porn sites out there. And, and, and at any given moment, I could watch hardcore, ridiculous, fucking embarrassingly, you know, crazy porn. But sometimes like when you follow a girl's Instagram, like when it's like, when you get to like know the girl, like you follow her Instagram and, and here's her with her dog and here's her eating breakfast and here's her, you know, and like, oh, well, you know, for a couple of bucks, I could see her titties, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes it, it like, it almost like, you know, it, it, it almost, you almost oh, get Chris. sold on the idea when oh, I can see titties for free. I can see good uh... porn sites are updated every day, brand new, fresh porn with people I've never seen before in my life. But there's something about an Instagram where it's sort of like now, no, but also keep in mind that there are girls who they post nudes and mm-hmm. that tends to be the more like, I mean, there are porn stars that will have an only fans or whatever, but uh, I've noticed a lot of these girls don't do the nude. Thing. They, they do the lewd thing. So, so here, here's what, sorry. sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. You finish your thought. I'm well, sorry. I, I'm just saying is that like, you know, there's girls who, okay. So you take like a, a relative, you know, you'll take a sexy picture on Instagram. Well, here's me and you know, this lacy underwear or whatever. But then like, you know, then you go on to only fans and it'll be like, you know, I'm wearing the underwear, but my fucking, you know, my legs are spread. And you know, my, my, like, I'm tech, like the girl's technically topless, 
but like her hands are covering her nipples and stuff like that. So like, you know, only, you know, there are lots of girls who post lewds and not necessarily nudes. And I also kind of frustrated because if I'm going to pay for fucking OnlyFans, I want to see fucking titties at the very least. You know, pussy uh, to me, a, a pussy, a girl's pussy could fall off. I don't care. I'm not, you know, no one, no one, no, you know, unless you're like a real, like, you know, a real, I don't know, not the sick guy. That's not the right word, but. Like, I don't know, pussies, pussies never, like, really attracted to me. They're not meant to be attracted. <laughs> I want to see titties. I want to see big, giant, bouncing fucking titties. And so, um, you know. I'm uh, shaking my head at you right now. I'm just now. saying, well, well, some guys, like, and some guys like ass. I'm not an ass man either. But, you know, I'm pretty so, sure guys like pictures of a girl's ass and stuff like that. So, you know, but, you know, like, I, I don't want to pay $12 a month if it's going to be a bunch of pictures of the girl with her hand across her fucking nipples or, you know, her arms, you know, her arms across. Yes, technically she's topless, but, you know, I'm not going to fucking fap to a fucking girl covering her nipples when I could go to a fucking porn site and see fucking the inside of a fucking woman's uterus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus so, Christ. I'm just um, saying, and I'm being raw here, but, you know, uh, so there's, you know, and it's funny because it's almost like you don't find out if it's nudes or lewds until you actually pay for the fucking service. Right. And that's... I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but that, that, that sometimes is fucked up. (laughs) You know, hey, I mean, if you're stupid enough to buy a subscription to one of these, like, you know, I mean, really, does it really matter? Because you're the one that wanted to sign up and see if she was naked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of guys are like fucking hungry for that shit kind of shit. And it's just. Yeah. Well, the the one I the the one the most popular one is like Belle Delphine, and mm-hmm. and I've 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 posted about her in the past, and you know, and is she fucking sexy? Yeah, she's really fuck. But the funny thing is that she has an OnlyFans, and she has like an expense. Her OnlyFans is like twenty five dollars a month or something like that, and she does not do nudes. There there are pictures of her nude, <laughs> if you know where to look online. But they were never from her, uh, her, she had a Patreon back before OnlyFans was a thing, and now she has OnlyFans. And it's funny, like, once again, you know, yes, if the girl's sexy or whatever the case may be, you know, I want to see her, but if it's going to be just all, you know, underwear and, and bras, I don't, I'm not going to pay $25. You know, the, 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 the word they use online now is simp. They call or, it, go on. Or, or sewing, like, showing them naked on the, in, from the back. Like that's yeah, just ass like, crack. Yeah, I don't give a shit about ass cracking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so I mean, it it, it it makes me laugh because what I, what I've noticed is is that, and this is this is something that happened. So if if you notice that an Instagram was started, let's say an Instagram was started in April, mm-hmm. and what is it? It's August now, and all of a sudden they have ten thousand followers. Now, Chris, me and you have been doing the social media thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Either A, they got really lucky, which is probably bullshit, yeah. well, or B. I mean, I guess like if, if, like, if you make friends with, if you have like an OnlyFans and for whatever magic reason you're friends with someone who Other also one. has an uh, OnlyFans and they have 10,000 and they kind of like give you a shout out or, or, or you yeah. do a guest appearance on their OnlyFans or whatever. Okay, fine. But that's like, once again, that's like, that's 10 amounts of, like you said, getting lucky. But so, so, but here's the thing, and I'm not stupid. You can go, you can Google it right now and be like, Get an Instagram that has 10,000 followers and boom, now you have it. So now what happens is, is now you can go to other OnlyFans people and be like, Hey, I'll give you a shout out if you give me a shout out. And now your follower accounts just explode. You know, I've seen that with, I've seen that in the anime community. So this isn't something that's new, but you can buy, you you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just, you know, (laughs) I just, I I think it's, it's, it's just 
so let me let me tell this story because I, I kind of told you this story off the podcast. But so you know, some of these girls do it because they want to supplement their um their income because and especially right now they're not making they might not be making as much as they were making before even with that six hundred dollars. So which you know if you have a kid I get it I understand you know it is what it is but you know if you have a professional career or you're trying to get a professional career, it's going to hurt you. There was, and this is a true story. I'm not even making this shit up. So short version of it was, is um, I graduated in 2008 and just before it was May, 2008. And just before I graduated, I found out these guys were talking about this girl and she was cute. You know, I had interacted with her a couple times. I think I may have done a project or two with her. And like they, these guys were like, they were talking about how like, you know, her pictures look good. And I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Like, they're like, dude, you don't know. She has her own like, like website. And back in 2018, there was no OnlyFans. There was no Patreon. You just made a straight up website where you went live on that website. You went, you, you put your pictures up on that website and you put videos up on this website. So. I'm like, okay. So I looked it up and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, that's that fucking girl. So fast forward a little bit after we graduated, I come to find out that this girl, and she has a bachelor's degree in business administration, mind you, same thing that I got. Um, she tried to go get a job and I'm not going to say where she went to go get a job, but there's a couple places around here in Rochester. She went to go get a job, did the background check and she wouldn't, and every job that she tried to go out for, which she was qualified for, mm-hmm. they wouldn't give it to her. Come to find out, the background checks were coming back, finding her website, and they didn't want anything to do with it. And we're yeah. not talking about, and we're not talking about, we're not talking about like a teaching job. We're talking about like a professional job. You know what I mean? Like maybe you were going to paychecks like here in Rochester or ESL or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the one thing that I always say to people is, is if you're gonna, if if you're gonna put yourself out there, especially if you're like a teacher, for example, mm-hmm. like. You better be prepared to get <laughs> to get what's coming to you because one of your students is gonna find it. And don't tell me no sixteen year old's not gonna steal his credit card and go on your OnlyFans and and pay for a month. Like they're gonna they're gonna take those pictures and videos. They're gonna shop them around school. Somehow the administrator's gonna get it. And then guess what? Bye bye to your job. You know what I mean? And I'm just like you know for me it's just it's it's really stupid. And you know you know again like. Sometimes I sit there and I go, what makes you go from one end of the spectrum? Because some of these girls do completely, you would have never thought that they would do something like this. Never even had, like, the, their attitude, their um, their demeanor, everything. Like, you never thought they would do that. Now, all of a sudden, they're doing this. So, you're just kind of like, did you lose your job? Did you, did, did you lose your mind or something? Like, why? what would make you go from professional career that direction to I'm getting nude on the internet, basically. I mean, even if you're covering up, and by the way, that girl never showed anything nude. She was covered up, apparently. Mm-hmm. I never paid for anything from that because I'm not like that. But I'm just like, if if that's going to happen to somebody that's covering up, what's going to happen to somebody that's not covering up? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think people don't people don't think about that shit. They just go, oh, well, that's quick cash. I can make money and I'll be good. What are you going to do after that that dries up? Because yeah. by the way, because people are going to get, you're going to do the exact same thing every single month, and people are eventually going to get sick of it and leave and go somewhere else. So 
you know, it's like, do you, are you, are, did you really yeah. think this out? Does it, does you know what add, I mean? It, you know, does it uh, equal the, uh, and the whole no. thing is like stuff like, like, you know, the internet is forever. <laughs> that too. And you know, and look, I understand, like I, I'm reserved to the fact that I've said some horrible fucking things on this podcast. And I know, you know, at some day in the future, it can come back and bite me in the ass, but like, I'm never going to run for public office. I'm never going to have a fucking professional, you know what I mean? Right now I'm lucky enough where I could work for a friend and stuff like that. You know, and I, I just, guess, you know, if you're, if I guess if you don't mind being a fucking clerk at fucking JC Penney's or Marshall's or something like that, you yeah. don't have to worry about like you a know, background check, something like this coming back to haunt you. But yeah, you know, and even then, like you know, uh, it, it may not haunt you professionally. Like you may get your job, but you know, your coworker fucking finds it or something like that. And then you know, and then they imagine use it that, against you. Imagine and that then... kind of like you know, now everyone in your job you know has seen you fucking you yeah, know, with your fucking uh, legs well, spread I mean, and fucking silk panties or whatever you know. <laughs> Let, let's talk worst case scenario. Like what happens if one of your coworkers finds that and they go. Either you you do me or I'm gonna tell everybody. Yeah. And then you know now you're ending up doing all these all these people because all these people fucking know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and you know it's just to me, you know, I see some of the like. So it, Twitter's really bad because if, if for people that don't know that don't go on social media a lot, like Tumblr used to be really bad when it was nudity. Now it's Twitter. Now let me let me. Let me just preface it by saying this. You have to go looking for it on Twitter, mm-hmm. but there are some like cosplayers in anime that are also doing some of this stuff too, mm-hmm. which blows my mind because I'm like, you're a professional cosplayer, but I'm pretty sure on your OnlyFans, you're doing some nude stuff, you know, or your Patreon because that's being used as well. And I'm just like, like, are you, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like an anime con would be just like, no, that's okay. We don't want to be associated with you. But I haven't really seen that in some cases. So it's kind of just like, okay then. But, um, you know, I, I think the main point here, Chris, is if you think a paywall is going to stop somebody, not somebody, but the internet from getting your pictures, it's not. Yeah. And like it's I not. said, I found, you know, the Belle Delphine, which once again is one of the more prominent names in the game or whatever, you know, I was able to find nudes of her you know on a google search and it, i mean don't be wrong it wasn't it wasn't easy to find but then again it wasn't impossible you know so you know it, it's like i said you know i can't talk shit because i've said some horrible things on this podcast but you know the internet is forever and you know <laughs> you got pictures of your, of your titties and your pussy uh you know it may come back to it well, may come back to and, launch and it's and it's also the fact that you know if you think about it like if you have a kid too and You know, we were kind of having this conversation off the podcast, too. Like, if you have a kid, let's say you have a kid, Mm -hmm. okay, and you try to, you know, you're doing this and somebody blows you in. If they can prove it and even if your kid's sleeping or whatever at night, but you're doing it in that apartment, like, there are some CPSs that will take your kid away. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's not like, you know. It's that it's that serious, man. Like it, it's you know you can you'll definitely get pay for it, you know. I and I, I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking parents who do drugs in their fucking apartment. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, as I long mean, as like they get I'm the kids to school, school the next morning, you know, like like I was saying to you off the podcast though, that's how bad our our system is, and we need to change it because those parents, especially that are doing the drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's probably there's probably women that are that are doing that on OnlyFans that aren't doing drugs and are just doing it to make the money because they have to. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that point. But 
that's how fucked up our system is where we're not getting people we're not getting these drug addicts to get rid of you know taking their kids away from them when we should be we're waiting for strike 600 to take these kids away you know what i mean like no there should be three strikes it should be like baseball three strikes and your kids yanked sorry but you need to like we need to start doing that as a society and i don't want to get all preachy about that shit but you know it's you gotta think before you do stupid shit like this because you know here's the other thing i guarantee you a lot of those only fans too the the girls that are going up on only fans they only have one profile and then they have their normal profile their normal facebook their normal instagram and they put on this act like oh i'm still this nice person that's you know this the same girl that you known this whole time when in reality you have this instagram with 12 13,000 followers on it and you're promoting hey go see to go to my only fans so you can see me nude and by the way if you were proud of that you would share that on your on your on your legitimate facebook profile gotcha. right yeah. you see what i'm saying like and and by the way it's one other thing too like if you don't have a twitter and you don't have a facebook associated with that instagram that also says something to you too that tells me that you're ashamed mm-hmm. that you're ashamed of what you're doing and you know you don't want the whole world to know. So if that's if that's what you're thinking, then why are you doing it? Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. logic here, folks. It's not hard. <laughs> so. All right. I think uh, with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart joke. Ooh boy. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building. Door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything yeah, that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year, on sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on 
bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul. So, I mean, I had a couple other things I wanted to talk about, but nothing too, nothing too crazy, you know. Kanye Something West saying he's running for president. That's kind of stupid. Well, yeah. yeah, he keeps trying to get on these ballots. and he's, he's, He just wants attention. And plus, like, I think he just put out albums. So I guess this, you don't call it nerdy news, but, you know, I think he just put out an album. So this is all just fucking promotion for the well, new I think a lot Well, I think a lot of people, too, have kind of, like, just written this off as him having, like, a mental breakdown. So I, I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but... You know, there's there's so many fucking stupid idiots out there that will vote for Kanye. It's not even funny. Like, this dude is literally having a mental breakdown. Like, I don't know why you're trying to go for president. Nobody's taking you seriously. Well, so, I mean, I wonder if it's like a weird fucking, you know, like conspiracy where like, you know. Oh, he's trying to do it for Trump? Yeah, like, like you know, him and Trump are friends. He's going to steal votes from Biden. So that means. Dude, I've seen so many. I've like, seen so many black people like sit there and be like. Dude, I'm not voting for this cat. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just, you know, I could see someone saying like, well, if we get him to steal votes from Biden, then, you know, then oh, no, it'll, I completely, just, it'll make, you know, make make Trump's life easier. No, know, I completely, so. I completely am. I, I'm, I'm on the same page with you on that. I just think that he's done himself so much damage in the last few weeks that people have kind of just been like, no, we're not voting for him. Yeah, they've kind of just written him off at this point. Yeah, I I wouldn't trust anybody. Anybody who takes him seriously, I don't trust. You know, what I'm like, like I, you know, there's no. No, way you he... need to examine yourself if you if you want him for president right now, because that's just, you know, the guy's not stable. Yeah. Why? Why would you have? Why would you even try like to vote for this dude? And by the way, do you want Trump or do you want to fucking have four more years of this bullshit and have another pandemic come back? No, yeah. fuck no, hell no. You know, so. Yeah. yeah, just, <laughs> just we already let's move on. Know, oh yeah, I just you know, I just on. I had that that was like the other thing on my notes that I like I guess technically not it's not nerdy news but it's entertainment news so it's not exactly like you know sad and depressing world. No, news it's it's dumb fuck is an idiot. News. <laughs> okay, so all right, a couple things. Okay, um, you know I'm a big fan of other nerdy podcasts and. One of the things that I've I've seen recently or been advertised recently is there's this Sandman audiobook and it's on audible.com I believe it's exclusively at audible.com and now I don't want to subscribe to all you know what I'm saying I mean there's a great service and everything like that but I don't I've you know I I don't like subscribing to stuff in case you know my, you know money gets tight like I said the poor just end ended so I have no idea if I'm you know if I'm gonna get fucking paid next month so i'm not going to subscribe to audible but you need to you need to stop pooping on this podcast it's, it's poo, not good for you oh but, okay so uh no and so you know sandman is a pretty reputable comic book and i've never read one and and the funny thing and i literally said i think like in the beginning like in the pandemic i'm like oh i'm gonna get you know maybe i'll order a couple books off like ebay you know and, and i'll you know just catch up and see, see what the big deal is about so when they said the sandman audiobook was coming out I said, oh, great. You know, and they said, you know, you could subscribe to Audible, you know, which is like, you know, $12 or some shit like that. Or you could buy this. You could buy the Sandman book, audiobook outright. It's 10 hours for 40 bucks. And I'm like, you know, 10 hours, you know, if, if, if a movie, you know, if you went to the movies with a date, <laughs> you know, you could spend $30 easy. And that's only for an hour and a half, two hours worth of entertainment. So I'm like, all right, 10 hours 
for 40 bucks, you know, four, four bucks an hour, that's that's a pretty good trade-off. But boy, did I fucking make a mistake. I, you know, maybe it's just me, and and I've been, you know, and I've, I've and I'm about, it might be you. I'm about four hours into it, and I am bored out of my fucking skull because it's called the Sandman, and you know, this is from, you know, um, the author's written some other good comic books and stuff like that, and you know, it's supposed to be like it's it's a world where like. Sandman and the Angel of Death and the Devil and it's like all these characters it's like all these weird kind of mystical characters but they're all related like they're all like brothers and sisters and stuff like that so the and that's the funny thing is that like I'm also familiar with the character Death which is sort of spawned from this the Sandman comic which in the audiobook is played by Kat Dennings and I like Kat Dennings and you know she has a cute voice and she's sexy and everything like that so the funny thing is like there are a couple of parts with death in it because she's a character in that universe. And the parts with death, I love the, you know, but I mean, so far four hours into it and maybe death has probably been in it for like maybe 20 minutes combined in the little segments that she's had. So the parts with death are awesome. The parts with Sandman are fucking, and that's the whole thing is that it's not even with Sandman is like they'll, they'll literally spend half an hour on a scene, bringing up all these characters to then. And it's not really a spoiler. Like, kill off all these characters like in the next scene because you know some guy had a magical amulet and killed them all or whatever and i mean it's a little bit spoiling yes but you know i was so mad you know why'd you spend half an hour explaining these fucking characters only to have them killed in the next scene and it's shit like that and now there's you know and and it's all you know and it's you know, it's an audio play, and I should I should be enjoying it. I've enjoyed plenty of audio plays in the past, but then like you know the like in this part that I'm at right now, it's these character these characters that are Jamaican, and the people who are doing it, the voice actors are clearly not Jamaican. They sound like fucking Sebastian from the Little Fucking Mermaid. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's a really bad Caribbean accent, and I'm like this is borderline offensive, you know? And and, and you know I've I've grown up. I grew up in New York City. I've grown up around people that are from the island or have family from the island and will kick in that patois. They will talk, they will talk with, you know, the quote unquote Jamaican accent and they don't sound like they do on this fucking audiobook, and it's almost irritating. So, uh, I mean, maybe someone out there could prove me wrong and maybe, maybe the next six hours will be fucking fantastic. But the first four hours of this Sandman audiobook. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I wasted my fucking money. So just putting that out there, they're, they're the funny, they, they sponsor a lot of podcasts. <laughs> they haven't given us a dime. So I'm, I'm doing the reverse fucking thing. And it's not like, you know, and like, I hate audible. I like audible. I like their service, but, um, a Sandman book is, I'm, uh, you know, and I paid out right for it and I'm bored out of my phone. So, okay. Um, something that, that's, uh, that crosses over into your other podcast, uh, with mm-hmm. Batman. Oh yeah. Uh, so, Batman is coming to Toonami? I guess you, you, if you could elaborate on that, you know about it more than, so, than I do. So basically, so this was actually just, this was breaking news today. So basically what happened was, and we've been hoping that this would happen for a long time, and hopefully this isn't the last, this isn't just like a one-off thing and it's going to happen. And I actually have the schedule up in front of me, so this is perfect. Um, well, I mean, that's, uh, before you get into it, I mean, Toonami's had, had, um, Warner Brothers slash DC mm-hmm. cartoons in the past. I yep. mean, I remember Green Lantern was a big one. No, um, Green Lantern wasn't on there. It was it was Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, uh, Batman the Animated Series, I believe, was on there. I know oh. Batman Beyond was on there. Um, then why am I why am I 
or is this was that just Green, you're thinking the Green Lantern was on Cartoon Network. Network in general? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. my so, bad. Okay, sorry. Um, Batman: Brave and the Bold that was also on that was on actually the Adult Swim version of Toonami. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, is is Toonami? Has Toonami never had any DC stuff on it? No, it has. Mm-hmm. It was one of the center stones, centerpieces, center stones, whatever you want to call it, of uh, Toonami. It's one of the it's one of the shows that they had. So, um, but uh, they're bringing four movies on, and they're going to do it on two nights. So on August fifteenth, they're going to do Batman Year One. That starts at midnight, and then around one thirty, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns Part One will play. Uh, and then on August 22nd at midnight, uh, Batman Gotham Knight will play. And then uh, at about 1.45 a.m., Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 2 will play. Yeah. So, And they're doing this in conjunction with um, – you can maybe shed some light on this because I have no idea what this is, but DC Fandom? Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. So, all right. Well, so let, let's rewind there for a second. Okay. So for ads, these movies, Gotham – I'll be honest with you. Gotham Knight is the only movie there that I'm not 100. I've never seen it. I'm not familiar with it. I couldn't. I can't comment. Um, year one, uh, just you know, to hype people up for them. Year one is basically Batman, his first year of being Batman. Like, mm. it, it, you know, Commissioner Gordon isn't even Commissioner Gordon yet. He's still like a lieutenant. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's like Selena Kyle before she's Catwoman and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, the, the, the cool thing about that is that it, and it's funny cause like, you know, you have the year one. So like, it's Batman who he hasn't perfected being Batman. He's, he's not, he's not at the 100% of his detective skills. He's, you know, he still trips, you know, cause a lot of people are like, oh, but you know, I don't like Batman cause you know, he, you know, he waves his finger and he kills the bad guy, you know, like he's, he's super overpowered or whatever. And, um, so with that being said, you know, year one kind of focuses on Batman one. Like it's his first couple of days. Like, you know, he just got out of his training from, you know, working with um, was, was, um, Legion of Shadows or whatever, you know, the, the Rasha Ghoul, you know. And so like, you know, he's it's he's he's just back in Gotham. He's just put on the cowl and he's just, you know, starting to be Batman. So he's not Batman. That's the perfect fighting machine. He still makes mistakes. So uh, you have that. And then the Dark Knight returns. And it's funny because like those movies kind of. It goes from the beginning of Batman's career to the end of Batman. You know, that's where, you know, Batman has been Batman for a long time. And in this universe, um, this was written. And now, mind you, this was written as a one off. So for people who might want to mention, like, what about Batman Beyond? In this particular universe, in this story, Batman Beyond doesn't happen. Or if it happens, it hasn't happened yet. It's it's right. It's old Bruce Wayne who's like, you know. He can't do Batman anymore. His fucking ribs are broken. He's an old man. He can't, he can barely fucking move. Um, it's in the future. Um, and then in this story, and, and you know, it takes over. And it's funny because I'm glad that in that particular movie, they, they broke it up into two stories because it is a, it's a pretty thick fucking book. Um, you know, Superman in this particular continuity, like Superman gets like recruited by the government. Now this took place in the eighties. So like it, ha- it has like Ronald Reagan is in the comics but like ronald reagan has sort of like he's kind of gotten superman to kind of like hey you represent you know uh, truth justice and the american way and so it almost becomes like like he kind of convinces superman to be like just america's superhero which you know you know it's funny like when you watch like justice league unlimited you know superman superman defends the world but they sort of like make 
like Superman, like this poster boy for the United States and stuff like that. So, like, they kind of psychologically, you know, Superman could be the most powerful being in the fucking universe. But, you know, if you get him to kind of if you if you work that angle like oh you work for us and 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 and, and you represent the most american thing like you know they kind of so it's it's almost like superman's become corrupted in a way even though he still thinks he's doing the right thing ronald reagan's the asshole <laughs> and ronald right. reagan sort of turns him into like an asshole and and you know like you try you fight for truth justice in the american way and then you know, like i said it's in the future so you know batman is kind of out of his game and stuff like that and then um uh, you know, they, they, then, uh, like Ronald Reagan or the, the government sends Superman to put, to kind of, not to put Batman down, but to like put him in check. Like, like, and so, uh, if, if you watch Batman v Superman, uh, the whole like end of Batman v Superman where Batman builds like a, a, a metal suit and all this other shit, uh, that's based off of, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, where, you know, uh, Batman decides, you know, well, if I got to fight Superman, I have to build the suit. And and he has all the, you know, he's a kryptonium uh, yeah, kryptonium or whatever. And, and so uh, kryptonite, excuse me. Uh, and and so so that's it. It's a long story. And like, and, you know, and then it's in the future. And there's these, you know, there's what they call mutants. It's like these teenagers and they're all hopped up on like funky steroids. But they're also like they're like injecting themselves like with like DNA and shit. So they're also like becoming like, you know, they're like super strong, and super ugly and super, you know, so, you know, they and they become a gang and they start taking over New York. And then there's like uh, there's this character, Carrie Kelly, who's basically like this little girl who like buys a Robin outfit in a costume store because it's the future where batman's sort of a thing and robin was a thing so like you could just go to the store and buy like a robin costume and uh so like and then she wants to fight crime and fight the mutants but she's like a 16 year old girl and she's going to get her ass handed to her and then you know then batman kind of saves her but then kind of recruits her so she's she's like the you know one of the she you know she gets recruited as like one of the last robins so um so that though that story is very good like you know the the dark knight returns um got the guy who does you know and there's a whole joker storyline because like when batman goes into retirement the joker kind of just goes catatonic when there's no more batman the joker he's like sitting in fucking like uh, an insane asylum but he's he's comatose like he like he just sits there staring at the tv all day he doesn't move but then like the minute batman kind of comes back into the picture he wakes up and becomes the joker again so it's a really good fucking uh those are those are both good and i won't spoil it how it ends and there's a couple twists here and there there's a couple characters that show up that uh you know that so basically chris will be watching oh yeah Um, it's it's fucking it's a real you know and i'm glad once again i'm glad they didn't try to force it into one movie and they made it two movies so what is dc fandom though so dc fandom it's basically dc understand under they they jumped on the bandwagon where they're like you know what fucking comic cons are all busted this year and so what they're doing is they're putting out their own like dc's putting out their own series of shows now i know some of it's going to be like on uh on, on youtube some of it i think is going to be on you know the the dc universe app and it's basically like it shows kind of talking about you know the history of superheroes and 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 there's going to be shows like you know where you know you know they'll get celebrity you know they'll get like kevin smith and and uh you know they'll get like kevin smith and like you know oh you know like uh, like jim lee like one of the artists for like like dc comics like you know and they'll debate on like you know who would win in a fight between like you know green lantern and green arrow you know what i'm saying and, and so this is a this is a con then basically it's their version of the online com- comic comic okay because they kind of they they saw they saw 
the they saw the the, the tidal wave coming, <laughs> the coronavirus and everything like that. They said, you know what, Comic Con season this year is dead, so we're gonna do our own online thing. Uh, right. Which you know later on I can talk about how the San Diego Comic Con was a fucking huge disaster online, unfortunately, and so. Yeah, so DC fandom was basically them saying, you know, we're gonna take our own characters and we'll have our own, we'll have our own interviews with Tara Strong and Kevin Conroy and 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 you know Will Friedel and and you know we'll have our own interview, you know, like we'll have our own stuff that we will put online to be our version of Comic Con, you know. That so that's what the fandom is, and it's a bunch of different shows and some of there's stuff there, there's talk shows, there's game shows, there's you know uh, you know retrospectives on comics, and you know we're gonna talk about this movie and we'll have all the voice actors and you could you know we'll have a panel with all these people and stuff. So like I said, yeah, fandom is basically just DC's version of a comic, an online Comic Con. So they're they're probably I would guess that if they're partnering with Tsunami, they're probably going to be advertising on there as well, probably. Well, one of the things that's uh, coming out soon, I don't know where it lines up with, like, you know, they have a movie, and, it's, and once my, I speak about this shit because I'm passionate about it, and, you know, no, we're not getting a fucking dime for anybody, but there is there is uh, the Batman Death in the Family uh, DVD coming out, or Blu-ray coming out, yeah. where uh, that tells the story of, now, now I, I mean, it's more elaborate than the original comic, but, you know, years ago, you know, there were three Robins. There was Dick Grayson Robin. There was uh, uh, um, Dick Grayson. Uh, ten, ten, Tim, shit. <laughs> Tim Drake. And <laughs> I forgot the last one. So the whole thing is like with Tim Drake, you know, this is where, uh, you know, the Joker kills Robin. Where in the, in the comics, you know, Robin gets caught by the Joker and like the Joker has a, a, a crowbar and it literally has like the last panel of the comic where it says, if you want Robin to live, now mind you, this came out in the 80s. If you want Robin to live, dial this phone number. If you want Robin to die, dial that phone. And like, you know, they said they'll publish the results in the next comic. So it was pretty split down the middle, if I understand the story correctly. Like, you know, they had, um, they had, you know, it was like 55 to 45, but people were saying 55 where Tim Drake dies. Cause he was like that. Tim Drake's Robin was sort of like a dick. He was a little bit, he was like more street smart where like the first Dick Grayson was a kid, you know, his family died, uh, you know, murdered or whatever the case may be. And the flying Graysons, uh, Tim Drake was more like, uh, he was a punk kid who Batman caught, like he actually stole the wheels off the Batmobile <laughs> and then Batman kind of catches him and then sort of realizes, Oh, I could recruit this kid to be a Robin. You know, I could take this teenager and, teach him how to fight crime and fight super villains like <laughs> like mr freeze and fucking penguin when he's a fucking teenager uh <laughs> who's a, a you know a kid who lives on the street so tim drake's uh tim drake's uh robin a lot of people didn't like so when they voted to kill because you know they wanted to have a big event like the death of superman and stuff like that and uh i think this was before they broke batman's back uh so they killed off tim drake so this so it's called batman death and the family and so they, it tells that story, but then later on in, in the future, um, you know, the Tim Drake character, uh, comes back and, you know, and, and, and you know, in the story of, and it's funny cause all this stuff was, was the, like the story of, we were talking earlier about the Dark Knight Re- Returns. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was Frank Miller. Um, uh, Alan Moore, the same guy who wrote Watchmen, he did a story about Joker 
where it tells the story of Joker before he turned into the Joker when he was like, you know, there's, there is a, it's called one bad day. And it's like, you know, the Joker, uh, where, you know, he has a wife and it, and his wife like owes like uh loan sharks money and they kill his wife. And then they, I think they found out like she was even pregnant with his kid and, and, and he's trying to be a comedian, but he's not funny. And, and so they drive him to crime where, and they give him like, they give him like a, a tuxedo and this red hood, this red, mask to wear and so since tim drake gets murdered by the joker he kind of takes that red hood persona which is sort of like the joker before he was a joker and he kind of flips it on his head where the red hood now becomes a crime fighter based on the on the mystery behind the original red hood which was the joker before he became the joker except like since it's tim drake and he lived on the streets like he's like he does all the stuff like batman does like he can fight and stuff like that but one he uses guns and you know and we all know batman's strictly anti-gun because he killed by a gun and you know like and he's also like you know you know he's he, he does the he does justice the way batman does justice where like you know he'll fucking break your arm and break your leg and and you know he'll shoot you an arm or shoot your leg he'll leave you crippled you know you're not dead <laughs> but he'll cripple you and shit like that you know if he feels that you were a bad guy you know you know you you molested a kid i'll break all your arms and legs and whatever so um so that's so the funny thing is death in a story was originally just the story of the the, the murder of tim drake but in this they're making it they're also the redemption arc where he comes back as the red hood and then you know in the beginning and obviously batman doesn't like his style uh, when he starts coming back, you know, he finds out it's Tim Drake and then eventually, you know, kind of brings him back into the Batman family. And then the, the thing about this, um, I believe it's a choose your own adventure sort of a deal where. Yes. They, you know, and so if I understand correctly, there's seven different endings. So depending on what the choices you make, it'll, it'll bring certain, you know, of the seven. I think that's a cool idea. I, I like that idea. Yeah, and so, you know, like, you know, and, you know, Batman, the anniversary of Batman, I want to say it was 84th anniversary, you know, the, you know, the, the anniversary happened recently, and then with Fandom, and, you know, all this stuff kind of happens around this time of year between San Diego Comic-Con and New York I just, I just really hope this isn't the last time we see something DC on Toonami, because, honestly, like, I'd like to see more, not, not necessarily movies, I mean, yes, movies are fine, but I'd like to see, like, you know... I don't know, like Young Justice on there, for example, or something, something DC related that maybe we don't even know about yet. Like, I would love to see something like that on Toonami, but we'll see. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's a good thing that they're getting these DC movies because either they're not spending any money on these whatsoever, which is good. Finally, the corporate synergy is fucking working and that's a long conversation that would take this out, this podcast into the late hours of the morning. So we're not going to do that. Um, but, or they're paying very little for it. And I like either, I like either idea. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's action car, you know, tsunami is an action cartoon block. You know, it, it has roots with DC. Uh, the man speaks the truth. Yeah. It has roots with DC stuff, you know, all right, the DC, let's go. I oh, mean, man, I understand I that for a little while, obviously, they were being a little uh, greedy because, you know, they wanted to have stuff for um, the DC Universe app and stuff like that. Understandably, you know, they want oh, to get their streaming service. But I'm saying, but now with, with HBO Max and everything kind of being folded into that, you know, it might free up some of their stuff to, like, bring back to and you know they can't be greedy they got fucking decades worth of cartoons and decades and not to mention exactly. anything new you know if they do stuff new i mean you know there's always a market for new shit you know even if it's you something know, that the lesser characters you know give them give them their, their their time to shine i actually got 
speaking of H- HBO Max, and I'll, I'll talk about this real quick. Um, I actually got like a two month subscription for it for free uh, from from um, Turner. Well, not Turner, Warner Warner Media, but um, they that platform is it's the structure of the platform's good. I like the structure of it. If you you know what I mean by structure, like it's easy to use. There's no issues with it. User interface. Yeah, the user interface for it's pretty good. Um, the only problem there's only two problems with it. There's two major problems with it. Number one, you can't get it on uh, Roku. You can't get it on Amazon TV. Luckily, it's on Samsung TV, so I can get it. But you can't get it on two of the major platforms that's out there that's out there and i know a lot of people that use roku because it's such a great it'll probably eventually come to roku because surprisingly enough uh, like just got to playstation but here's the thing always playstation always gets playstation is the fucking redheaded stepchild of the streaming services yeah that's true and and like we literally in the past like week got hbo max and peacock but go on i'm sorry but you know what what i'm trying to say is is like for them to launch and not have those is kind of like you guys are idiots. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? pretty sure I'm pretty sure they'll have it. Yeah, I'm 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 probably within a year they'll how, have how it. How the but... fuck PlayStation got it before Roku blows my mind to be honest. Yeah, and and here's here's the other thing too is like so some of these actually I think all these movies that are gonna be playing on Toonami are on HBO Max, but th- none of the live action Batman's are on there. None of the TV DC shows except for I think Batwoman is on there, mm-hmm. um and Doom Patrol, and I'm just like. Where the fuck, like, where the hell is all this content that you guys you said think, that you have? I, th- I think all those properties are fulfilling their obligations. Up. Well, but here's the other thing, too, Chris, is, like, they'll they'll put these Warner Brother movies on there, not necessarily DC or anything, just Warner Brother movies, mm. and then they'll pull them off after a while. And it's like, you have you have these in your library. Just put them on the goddamn app. Put them all on there. Look at how successful Disney Plus has been because of their um, their vault of shows that they have, not just from Disney but from Fox. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Like they have. I mean, you you have it. Like it, it. They're not removing anything. Everything's still there. Yeah. So it's like, what are you guys doing? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Like, so just throw it all on there. But yeah, you know, and I got a review coming for on tsunamifaithful.com for it too. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's just okay. If they had, if they had the content and they were on Roku and Amazon TV, I'd give it a higher score, but it's just an okay service right now. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna get their big push when they finally get their fucking Snyder cut. <laughs> when, this, yeah. when the Snyder cut finally gets finished, uh, I think that's gonna they're gonna be turning. Oh, it'll a lot definitely of be so. on Roku by then. I, I can't see them not having yeah, it. I guarantee it'll be on Roku in the next month and a half. You know, like it's gonna be so soon. Like, once again, if it's on PlayStation, it'll be on Roku soon. PlayStation gets neglected because, like I said, we just got. Uh, I say I say we because I like my PlayStation as I don't have a smart TV, and so I use my PlayStation for my. Uh, oh, I have services. a very large. 50 inch samsung tv that's right next to this table that i'm doing the podcast at so continue i'm sorry well technically i do have a smart tv i just haven't taken it out of the box yet because i got it on black friday and oh God. it's a nice tv and i'm like I'll, i'm gonna probably move before i'll i'll probably have it so it'll be nice and new for my new apartment why do you open it because like i could put it in my daughter's room where my daughter doesn't watch tv my daughter watch everything my daughter watches is fucking youtube and tiktok she doesn't she doesn't 
give a shit about a big TV. So, you know, everything is on everything's on either, you know, my phone or her Chromebook that she got from, from the city or I mean she's had tablets in the past, unfortunately, you know, she doesn't know how to take care of them. <laughs> but uh, you know, so uh you know, yeah, I mean I have the big TV. Had she wanted a TV in her room, I'd put it in her room. It's still sitting in a box. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I got it on Black Friday and and like I th- I thought they were going to be sold out. I, there was literally a guy who was like, I don't want this. Anybody want it? And I, I just happened to be well, standing. I happened to be standing next to him when he said it. And I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. Like, there's not going to be a black. Well, I mean, there is going to be a Black Friday, but there's not going to be any deals on Thursday on that Thanksgiving. Thank God. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Black, yeah. Black Friday this year, you know, they're not going to be open because to have a bunch of people well, crowded in an area. Is- I mean, when we when we say that, too, let, let, let me preface it by saying this. Black Friday will actually probably be Black Friday this year and there won't be any sales on Thanksgiving. Thank God. I, I Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if, they, if some of these stores still open on like midnight. Oh, yeah. Well, if, they're, I don't see if they're smart, they'll probably push everything to be like on. You know, saying what, no, what, what, mean, was, what was once Cyber Monday will probably be, be Black Friday because why and why have groups of people outside your store when shit is still haven't still shit still hasn't gotten under control. Well, I mean, the, you can have people outside the store, but guess what? They're probably they're gonna do like what what Best Buy does. They, <clears throat> and by the way, this is intelligent. Is they literally will do this? They will. They will okay. So let's say there's ten people in line, mm-hmm. and say all ten people are here for those ten TVs that are on sale. Mm-hmm. They'll sit there and go, "What item are you here for?" This okay. So they give out the tickets, and if they run out of those tickets, that's it. Go home. Um, and then they're gonna have to socially distance these people. So, and then basically what they can do is when they come in, they give them they give somebody a ticket yeah, for whatever the item is, <laughs> right? And then they can get their TV and not worry about it running out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I think that's the way that they'll probably do it, and I think that'll be successful. Because there's not a large quantity of these things that are on sale, dude. That's why it's Black Friday. Um, I mean, it it gets people in the door. You know what I'm saying? Everyone gets excited. Oh, a big screen TV for seventy bucks. You know, and they come to the store. They're obviously not the ten first ten people in line, and then you know, but oh, but I'll go and I'll get I'll get the thing. But but this is the kind of thing that I've been talking about, though. Is you know. The reason why everybody was open on Thanksgiving Day was because Walmart was open on Thanksgiving Day. And you noticed the minute that Walmart went, oh, we're not going to open on Thanksgiving Day, everybody else has started to fall in the line. That's what I was, I've was. i been telling people because I, I talked to somebody at Best Buy about that one year. And that's exactly what he said to me. He's like, dude, if Walmart wasn't open, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be open. He's like, you notice how – he said to me, he's like, you notice how Sam's Club closes on Thanksgiving Day and – you don't see BJ's and Costco open. I was like, yeah. He's like, that's why. Mm-hmm. Because Sam's Club isn't open. Best Buy or uh, not Best Buy. BJ's isn't open and um, Costco isn't open. So you know that's it's all because of Walmart. And now because Walmart isn't doing it this year, you know what I mean. And here's the thing: if it goes well, mm-hmm. which it probably will, the employees will appreciate it. I mean, you know, hey. Maybe it'll be closed every Thanksgiving now. And <laughs> and let, let's face facts, dude. Nobody's stupid. They don't want to pay the time and a half. Yeah. They don't want to pay the time and a half. And I don't blame them. Nobody wants to pay the time and a half because that's extra payroll out of your pocket. So, you know, it is what it is. So. Um. Okay. So 
the last little bit of Batman news, if you want to call it Batman. Uh, well, it's news to me because <laughs> I just got the game. I, I got these these tell the there's a company called Telltale Games, and they make these games where they're sort of and I I, I know they've done it with like Guardians of the Galaxy, and they've done it with like the Universal Wolfman, the Universal Studios, you know, the Wolfman from there. Um, uh, there's two ba- there's two Batman games. One I got I got on sale, you know, I got it. One I got like I literally got it at like uh, GameStop, and then the funny thing is, as soon as I like I got part one on GameStop, they put the other ones uh, went on sale on Steam. So I mean, these games have been out for a couple of years now, but they're they're these. It's almost it's almost like that choose your own adventure thing where you kind of choose the actions that Batman does. It's it's not an action packed game. Um, even though there are action sequences, it, 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 the the action sequences are uh the best way to put it are those like quick time events like when you play a game it's like you know something's coming at you quick press x you know and you press x and then you know the character will do a whole bunch of like really cool moves and then like okay now push up or now push up plus circle and so um i just finished the first one i think it's just called batman to telltale series uh they they i I had to finish i had before we finished recording today i was i was downloading part two Uh, once again that was on sale i think it's on uh uh, the website called Humble Bundle, where like you pay a couple bucks and you can get the, because you know like they, that once games get old enough, they put them like on Humble Bundle, where you know you give money to charity and and they give you the games. So uh, then this part two is called Batman: The Enemy Within, and that one focuses on the Joker. The first one joke focuses on like the Penguin, Two Face, and Catwoman, and then part two focuses on the Joker and Harley Quinn. I think, uh... but um. So I haven't part I haven't played part two yet. It's a good story. It it doesn't necessarily follow any real continuity. Actually, it, it kind of fucks with the story of like Penguin. And there's another character in the story that I don't want to bring up because it kind of spoils things. But like you know, it 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 kind of tells its own story. It's not really tied into any real uh, any other existing continuity. It's its own thing. Uh, but if it, if you like Batman, I definitely recommend. The only thing that sucks is that like I think when these games originally came out, they were all downloadable. And so I bought the game, and I'm like, okay, cool. I could just get the game and start playing. Well, this, like, it made no sense because like, even though I bought the game, and it comes in five episodes, if you want to call it. They call them episodes, and each episode is about two hours, an hour, two hours each to play through. Um, like, I wanted to play episode one. I put the game in, boom. And it's like, oh, you have to download, like, this two-gigabyte file. And I'm like, motherfucker, like, what's the whole point of me downloading? I could have just bought the game <laughs> online if I got to download fucking files just to, to play. So, uh, you know, so once again, be if you do buy it at a GameStop or something like that, just be prepared to spend time downloading. You, you can't play right out the box in the ass. Um, while we're in uh, gaming news, uh, they announced recently that, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're coming out with this Avengers game. Which I'm not exactly excited about. I I don't like the way it looks. Uh, you know, I'll probably get it when it goes on sale. Uh, but the big thing that are people are getting upset is that even though it's going to be released on PC and on Xbox, only PlayStation people there will be a downloadable. You know, when they have the downloadable content, it'll be Spider-Man because you know Marvel and Spider Sony owns Spider-Man. Um, it, well, you know, Sony still has the rights to Spider-Man stuff like that. So my thing is, you know what? Good. Fuck Xbox people. <laughs> fuck place. Fuck uh, PC people. Uh, play. Uh, you know, personal computer people. Uh, you know, everyone. Like all these people are getting bent out of shape because you could play Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4 
well, you know, Spider-Man was always on the PlayStation 4. Like, even, like, the really good Spider-Man game that came out a couple years back, that was a PlayStation exclusive. You can't get that on any other service. Um, could you get it on PA? Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, the announcement, you know, a couple months back they made where they're taking uh, the same maps and everything from the Spider-Man game, and now they're putting out the Miles Morales game, which is going to be available when the PlayStation 5 comes out. Um you know, that's going to be a PlayStation exclusive also. So uh, maybe it's because I hate people who have Xboxes, but fuck them. <laughs> it's only going to be on, Spider-Man's only going to be on PS4, then buy a fucking PS4, stop being a little bitch about it. Um, I would so, agree. But there's a lot of people, like a lot of people bitching about it on Twitter. Um, okay. Uh, once again, still staying in gaming. Uh, do you remember G4, that, that, that station? It was like, yep. back in the day it was called Tech TV and it was G4 mm-hmm. and it had like, attack of the show and x play and then like they then they then they had like you know fucking cops reruns and <laughs> uh i mean they had made an announcement a couple a couple months back because i think it was supposed to be the e3 conference the electronics entertainment expo which is where they talk about all the games but you know with covid19 and everything like that there's no more e3 the same way there's no comic-con so um it was supposed to be announced at e3 but g4 is coming back they uh, there's like no details on on how it's coming back or whether it's going to be just purely online or is it going to go back to cable it'd be kind of weird if it went to cable because like who the fuck has cable anymore um you know like i i you know it's you know it's not going to be its own streaming service or anything like that at least that's not the vibes they're not sending out those vibes but um you know maybe it's going to be its own channel uh, maybe its own thing like on on like its own website or something like that but g4 is coming back uh the funny thing is that if any of the talent now a lot of people who were on on those shows i follow on twitter and and like even the people who are on those shows you know like a uh, chris gore or uh or, or kevin Pereira or um uh, what was that the, the the asian chick that she played psylocke in uh uh i forgot her name but you know the, the cute asian girl that she was you know well she was like mostly asian but she looked kind of white also uh she was also the co-host of attack of the show you know even she, like nobody knows what's going on they announced it and even the people who used to work there have like no idea um <laughs> what's what's happening so or at least if if they do know uh they probably had to sign like a non-disclosure agreement and they no one could talk about it because everyone on everyone on twitter was like we don't know what's we don't have any details on what's coming oh back like what's um what's his name is um uh, what the hell is his name uh one of the wrestlers there is like begging is like literally begging them to like give him a hosting role oh omega no 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 not him um Oh God! What is his name? Um, he's he's a WWE wrestler. He's part of the New Day. I can't think of his name off the top of my. Oh head. yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm familiar with the group. I don't know any of their individual names, but yeah, I mean, you know, and 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 you know what? I mean, he has that kind of popularity. It's sad that I don't know his name, but I haven't watched wrestling in a while. It's so funny because like, and I think you had posted something about this, or, or you know, uh, I I haven't really got into wrestling in a while. I started to try to watch. I I try to watch. When Raw, when uh, SmackDown came back to Fox, and then I found out it was available on Hulu like the next day, I was watching on Hulu, and it's like all of my friends that like are still into wrestling, like after every pay per view, all I see on social media, oh this sucked and that sucked, and 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 I'm like, I'm glad I haven't gotten myself back into fucking wrestling because if everyone's getting disappointed, then I'm I good, I could save myself a couple hours a week and not follow everything and then now with this covid 19 they're all they're all performing at the you know the headquarters in in florida and i know you said like oh they should go to other arenas but like when they have to go to other arenas they have to hire 
the, the, the guys that work at the arena. They have to hire their security. You know, all these arenas are run by fucking, you know, unions, which is run by the mob and all this other shit. Why throw their money away? You know, the whole, you know, it makes sense if you had a crowd because those people offset the cost of hiring, <laughs> you know, all these tech guys and, 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 and guys who run the grounds and guys who up, upkeep the, the stadium and stuff like that. Um, you know, it only makes sense for them to stay in Florida and their little bullshit headquarters because if they go to an arena, they have to pay people just, you know, before you step a door and step a foot into the arena, you have to pay all these fucking people money. So unless you have people coming in the door, why, you know, why go, why expand, why even bother uh, leaving Florida, <laughs> you, know, you know, and right now, you know, they're performing to an empty, you know, oh, you know, they'll have the, have the other wrestlers in the crowd or in the seats kind of cheering them on. Um, you know, it, it, it is kind of odd to see, you know, when you have these characters where part of their persona, you know, before they jump off the top rope, you know, they'll go and look at the crowd where, if, yes, if there was a crowd there, there'd be thousands of people, the millions and millions of rocks fans chanting. <laughs> and then, oh, you know, God. and then they jump off the top rope. Well, obviously, it's weird when you stand there on a top rope and look out to nobody or maybe, you know, the 13 people in the arena. And it's it doesn't have the same electrifying, uh, uh, you know, a feeling when they're jumping off the top rope and, you know, uh, and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of glad I haven't watched wrestling in a while. But and like I said, you mentioned the guy from the New Day. Like, I'm familiar with like the brand new day and 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 the guys like and i you know and but i i wouldn't know the guy's name if you put a gun to my um okay a few more things uh you had mentioned uh mulan that like disney's charging thirty dollars i don't know how they're going to implement that if mulan's going to be on disney plus like are they going to and like do you because it, it might it might as well just say it's on demand because if you're paying thirty dollars, how are you gonna pay thirty dollars? You know, if, if you don't want to watch Mulan, you know, you know, you're gonna get stuck paying getting paid thirty dollars anyway, like paying thirty dollars anyway. So, um, which I mean, when you think about it, you know, they released Scoob a couple months ago, or two months ago, or whatever, and Scoob was Scoob was like twenty five bucks. You know, uh, 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 Trolls World Two was like twenty five bucks. So thirty dollars, I mean, maybe you're paying the extra five because it's fucking Disney, but um. You know, I mean, it's 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 not exactly out of the realm of possibility that you know. I mean, they're they're gonna do it, but I'm saying like jumping from twenty dollars to thirty thirty dollars, twenty five to thirty dollars, you know, in the in the long run isn't a big thing. I mean, I hope that this trend doesn't go on. And like, well, now for for when Black Widow comes out, you got to pay thirty five dollars. But uh, but let me tell you, if they said thirty five dollars, I might <laughs> I might pay the thirty five dollars for for Black Widow. Um, you know, once again, if we take into account, you know, if you go to the theater with a date and what you spend, um, $35, you know, I might pay that. Uh, because <laughs> I, you know, I'm like a junkie and I need my, I need my new Marvel movie. Uh, okay. What else do I have here? Uh, I'm getting very close to the end of my list. Um, I, I did download the Peacock app. Once again, it was, I, like, I download, when it came out, I got it on my computer. Uh, the other day, it finally became available at the PlayStation 4. Um, not the greatest selection of shows or movies, uh, to be honest. With you. Once again, it's just starting, and once again, it's, it's these shows they're fill- they're finishing their contracts elsewhere. You know, the, technically, The Office is on Netflix. Um, you know, I think you know they have like Parks and Rec. They have this one new show that's called Intelligence, where it has uh, the uh, David Schwimmer from Friends, and it's supposed to be like he's an intelligence agent in England. Like they made the first episode free, but if you want to watch the rest of the episodes, you have to pay for the premium. So you can use the app for free, and there's plenty of programming for free. But if you want, you know, 
everything, then you got to pay the premium, which I'm not ready to pay the premium. The cool things that I found so far is there are uh, channels that stream constantly. Like, so like there's an office channel where it's not the office per se, it's not episodes of the office, but it's all the office shorts. Like, you know, if you ever bought the Blu-rays or, or the DVD box sets, like for each season, like they, they were, epi- there was stuff that they put online for like people that were fans where, you know, or, you know, it like, it'll be like a little six minute short, you know, and it's like, you know, during the season or whatever. Well, all of those are on, like, there's like, a, there's like an office shorts streaming channel. Uh, there's a Saturday Night Live streaming channel. Um, so those are the two I watched. Uh, you know, there's like a Hell's Kitchen one. Uh, there's a, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, ob- there's obviously, uh, there's like, you know, NBC News. Like, you know, there's like, there's like three or four NBC News channels. I guess depending on, on your, on your, uh, on your time zone. And so, you know, I guess the one redeeming thing that I like, I like those streaming channels. Like between The Office and Saturday Night Live, like I killed a couple hours the past like two days just watching. So, uh, what else? We have, uh, Kevin Smith put out the trailer for his horror movie Killroy was here. He's doing, that's like his third horror movie. Fourth, not fourth. Yeah, it's his third horror movie. There's Red State, Tusk, and then this. Because the sequel to Tusk, Yoga Hosers, was not a horror movie. I mean, it had horror elements, but it wasn't. Red State was fucking scary. Tusk was goofy. It was trying to be scary. Uh, Killroy was here. It looks like it was trying to be scary. Um, I've been finally catching up. I've been playing Hitman 2 on PlayStation 4. It's, I've been having a lot of fun. My my daughter's good. My like the funny thing is that like my daughter's she's kind of good at playing Hitman, but she's not great at it. So she's been asking me like, Dad, can you play Hitman so I can watch? Because it's a fun game because there's a lot of different ways to kill people in a game. <laughs> like you know, it's 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 almost like an open world game, but they give you missions and and you know you could kill someone with a fish, you could kill someone by electrocuting them, you could kill someone by drowning them, you know, and you kind of have these targets and you could change costumes and and you know if the cop the police see you then you know then they're after you it's it you know and they give you missions it's not one whole big world but it's like different missions but each mission is pretty damn big and gives you like you know you can kill your target in many several fun and interesting uh so I've been playing Hitman two. And I think that's it. You know, right now we're recording this the same day, like Lebanon had a big giant explosion. Yeah, it looks like something went on there. Yeah, the, the, I, I I can't say that I, I can't say that there's that wasn't a terrorist attack because that yeah. just seems like a terrorist attack to me. Yeah, I mean, well, long story short, it wasn't an accident. And like when it first happened, they were saying it was fireworks, and I'm like, you look at all the videos, and well, there's no way that was there is fireworks. fireworks. There were fireworks when it when the fire first started, mm-hmm. but then there was that huge explosion, and that just doesn't that huge explosion isn't. I mean, they said they stored some kind of uh, chemical there too, and I'm like, okay, but what set off the fire? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, there, I mean, right now it's still new to us. So, you know, the future us, and we listen to the podcast, I mean, maybe they'll figure out what the hell's going. It's not yeah. good. Whatever the fuck is going on. It's not, it is not kosher. Maybe that's not the right word to use for it. Like I'm on Lebanon. Uh, so something stinks. Uh, oh, and the last thing, and I, and I, I this a lot earlier, friend of the show. Uh, George Kirstick, uh, also co-creator of Megas XLR, one of my most favorite shows ever, uh, has, and he's the head writer, and and so far, like, I don't see any other writers. I don't know if he wrote every episode, but he was definitely the head writer on Transformers War for Cybertron, uh, which is on Netflix right now. Uh, it is a bit of a prequel series. Like, it, it's, it's, it's supposed to be events that happened before the Transformers Generation 1 cartoon, you know, the one we all know and love. Not that garbage Beast Wars bull. Um, 
<laughs> and I just say that because I know you like Beast Wars. Um, which I guess technically Beast Wars happened before this show. Um, but this is so this is like the like literally the war on Cybertron before the Transformers leave to Earth. Um, the cool thing is that it has characters that were like in the movie. And it's, you know, because when, when you got to the movie, you're like, oh, wait, how the hell, you know, because by the time we got to the movie, it jumped to the year 2005. And, and you know, and it turns out, oh, these new, all these quote unquote new characters for the cartoon were all on Cybertron. So, like, the funny thing is, like, it has the classic characters along with characters that were in the movie. And uh, when I say the movie, I mean the 86 movie, not the garbage Michael Bay one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the 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 only real transformer. Uh, so uh, once again, it's sort of um, it's sort of a prequel series. And 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 even though there's there's a couple loose ends that I feel that, and it's only like five episodes long, but it's it's supposed to be it's the first five of of I guess fifteen. I, I, there's a part two and there's a part three. You know, like all these first five episodes are the first part, and then there's a second part and a third part. Um. George Kersick in the past has written, uh, th- there was one called Combiner Wars, and there was another one, which I forgot the name of right now, and those were on other streaming apps. There was supposed to be a streaming app called uh, Go, it was, it came out, it was called Go90. It didn't really go anywhere, um, and that's where Combiner Wars was on. Uh, that one had what they called limited animation. This one is, it's fluid animation, and it, it's, it's almost the same style, it's computer generated, um, but it's sort of what they call cell shaded, so, you know, it, it's a unique look and it looks really cool. But I mean, what people were complaining about, like Combiner Wars, where it was limited animation. No, this is all beautiful, nice and smooth. And and what I like is that they took the characters and the characters look like the toys. The toys look like you know uh, when a guy transforms and a whole bunch of his body parts end up on his fucking back like a backpack. He walks around with that. It doesn't magically disappear. It doesn't, you know, uh, like, you know, the, the toys look genuine to their forms when you actually buy the toy. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't magically, parts don't just magically disappear when they go from their, their robot form. Uh, it's, it's a little gritty and there's, you know, there's black markets and there's, there's, you know, spies. There's, there's a lot of intrigue. You know, it's not, you know, it's not as you know back in the day. Oh, it's just a cartoon to sell toys. You know, George Kristic has 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 paid a put a lot of love and attention and made a pretty intriguing series. I only you know once again the first five episodes. Um, I mean, I'm obviously I'm a big Transformers fan, but it was it's it's very very interesting. I'm enjoying it very much. Um, and I guess that's it. Anything else you want to go in there before? No, I'm I'm ready to wrap it up. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. That's yes, that is what she said. Uh. <laughs> Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast. Oh wait, hold on. Hold on, I got something here. Oh God, what do you have? <laughs> Let's wrap it up. That's what she. Oh God. <laughs> I got this button. I had this for a long time. It was a broken thing that someone threw out, but it, I've opened it up and I fixed it. But it's a button that says "That's what she said." So, so like, let's wrap it up. That's what she said. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, please visit Two Strangers One Podcast dot net or dot com. You can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes. So if you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us there on iTunes. You can find us on. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you'll find us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Um, I use the options available offline and uh, what's the what's the options? They available offline. And so basically I download them to my phone so I don't have to kill my data or my battery while I'm out and about. 
And but the whole thing is with the quarantine, I haven't really been out and about. But I still listen to podcasts in the house and stuff like that when I'm trying to like I'm cleaning and stuff like that. Or I listen to podcasts when I take a bath. Um, so uh, you can listen to them all there, or you could go directly to our hosting site, uh, SoundCloud. You could uh, I make all the avail- episodes available for download there. So if you know if you, if you have one of like an old fashioned MP3 player, or if you like this particular episode, or you want to save. Uh, me saying horrible things and I want to download it directly, you can uh, save them to your computer or hard drive right off the SoundCloud app. Uh, we've had the SoundCloud for about two, three years now. Uh, anything before those the past two, three years, you can go back and listen to all eight years, eight plus years of Two Strangers Little Podcast on uh, YouTube. Just go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers Little Podcast. So anything that's not on SoundCloud, everything before that is on YouTube. Let me see what else. We want your money. We need your money. And since I don't have an OnlyFans, <laughs> we'll have to set up a... a, a Jesus Christ. A, a, we, we have to set up a, a Patreon. One day, I swear to God, we'll set up a Patreon. Um, no, uh, we won't. It takes two seconds uh, to like and subscribe to us on Facebook. Like and share us. Like this episode. Like the page. Uh, just go on Facebook and ser- share. search for Two Strings of a Podcast, all spelled out. And uh, once again, you know, it helps support the show just by sharing it and liking it. Uh, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Two strangers one podcast spelled out gmail.com. Before the episode, I checked. Unfortunately, no Oscar letter. Uh, you know, uh, maybe he's, you know, I, once again, I'm really surprised after like the passing of Layla because I know he did not like her and I was, I was waiting for him to. Uh, really fucking dig into me and dig into her. I mean, once again, he could be playing a, you know, maybe he's doing the classy thing by not bad mouthing her, but, uh, he's pretty incommunicado, so. Uh, and then we are on Twitter at Stranger Podcast and on, also on our, t- <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, on our YouTube, you can find links to, uh, my audio, my, the audio book, uh, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. Uh, you can listen to music, audio, uh, electronic music that I've made under the name XLNYC, uh, all available on the Two Strangers One Path, One Podcast YouTube channel. And I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. So you can find me on Twitter at Paul You can email me, Paul at TunamiFaithful.com. And you can follow my Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul as well. So. Follow me at all those places. Gotcha. And we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Why should be fapping? Pay for my OnlyFans. Once you once you subscribe to their OnlyFans. <laughs> now I'm not gonna pay for the OnlyFans. <laughs> Just pirate it. <laughs> all right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I know. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively 
sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. Alright. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. (laughs) (laughs) Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his book, Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.